0: This is the Relevant
1: Podcast. It's Friday, December 18th, 2020, and it's the Relevant Podcast. Here in Orlando, I'm your host, Cameron Strang. It is one week before Christmas. Uh, Before I introduce the cast, I want to tell you that today's episode is brought to you by Apartment Life. You've got to check out what our friends at Apartment Life are doing. It's unreal. They believe that every individual is created for a community. So they're building that community among apartment neighbors. They're looking for folks who love Jesus, get excited about hospitality, and really take the opportunity to be with people when life gets tough. And get this, Apartment Life will equip you, walk alongside you, and provide you with either a reduced rent apartment or a part-time salary. Do yourself a favor, visit apartmentlife.org slash relevant to join them today. You don't want to miss this life-changing opportunity to really show the love of Christ to neighbors, especially these days. Again, that's apartmentlife.org slash relevant. Like I said, I'm your host, Cameron. And joining me from Loverland, Virginia, it's Jesse Carey. Hello, hello. From Austin, Texas, author, speaker, podcaster, Jamie Ivey. Hey, guys. And from Nashville, Tennessee, Artist, producer, mogul, and birthday boy, Derek Miner. Yoski. Now, y'all are listening to this two days. We're we're recording this two days before you're hearing it. And today, the day we're recording is Derek Miner's birthday. He is only 52 years old. We're very
2: excited. That's right. That's right. No, you're thirty-seven. Come on. Black don't crack, baby. You know what I'm saying? I look good for fifty-two. That's that's good
1: context. He's kind of rough for thirty-seven, but he looks great for fifty-two. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hey, I
3: yeah, I look great for for my fifties too. Sadly. I am also in my thirties. Um I have I have two questions. Well, let, let Derek, I want to start with you, man. Uh, right. we, we, growing up, were you one of those people who got the combined birthday Christmas gift, where it was Happy Birthday, yeah, Merry rough. Christmas on the card, oh, yeah. but it was
2: one gift when it should it's have rough. been two? Look, Jesse. So, oh my God, you you are opening wounds right now. I, I, I wanted <laughs> to clear
3: the air on this because I feel like any there's a lot of people that Post. are burned within that two week yes. there's like a two-week on both sides thing. Both sides yes. where where if you're two weeks within Christmas, your grandparents <laughs> basically you got you got ripped off out of one. Christmas but they, they got you or like or a little gift. bit
1: of a better gift, they think. No, not black people, not, was, not, not black people. When, when, when black that people not that,
3: do that. Black that people, year, you're, you're, you're screwed. That <laughs> year all the cousins got starter jackets for Christmas. Guess <laughs> what? Your starter jacket was your Christmas and birthday present. That's so, it. So I hope you like the Charlotte Hornets because you're going to be popping that thing <laughs> for a full year. Because you, no you got no opportunity. You got nothing for football season. Sorry, dude. you year,
2: my mom, and I love my mom. My mom is <laughs> the hardest working lady. She man she she went through a lot single mom all that stuff but anyway <clears throat> one year i'll never forget it was first grade i need y'all to play like some violin music while this is going <laughs> but it was first grade she walks in the house and she like forgot my birthday so she gets she's like went and unwrapped uh, a christmas present and gave it to me <laughs> Did uh, you like, know? But here's the no, Yeah. She's like, hey, go get one Christmas presents or whatever. <laughs> oh. So then like, this oh what makes gosh. it worse, though. What makes it worse is she also forgot that we were doing Secret Santa at school the next day. So I had to give my birthday present away. <laughs> oh, <my God. laughs> oh man. <laughs> Derek, okay. Derek, it was, Derek. It was bad. That was the most that's the most traumatic event of my life, my mom. Okay, but you. Derek. That was tell <laughs> <laughs>
4: as a parent now, do you sometimes look back at these traumatic events and be like, gum, they were doing the best they
2: could? Oh, because, yeah. Oh, absolutely, my kids, man. My kids
4: have a long list of those things like for me. I think it's funny when you become a parent, you're like, ah, I got a lot of grace for my parents.
2: Listen, I was yeah. a bad kid. Like, like, I'm talking about like yeah. So anyhow, I was I was just <laughs> gonna leave it there. And then she, you know, she was a single mom. She had moved away from uh Michigan. We had moved to Tennessee. She was just trying to make it happen. And this was this was like, I think the second year, first year we had had been down here. So like she was just trying to make it happen. So but I always give her, I give her junk every Christmas, every birthday, that story comes up. She's that's like, "Shut so up, funny. boy! You I should have I did this, but like, you know. So that's my girl. Though. I love her. Well, all right. Oh um, man, that's rough. I,
3: that's rough. I have one other pressing question. I have. Jamie, I know exactly what it is. Oh, G- Jamie, typically you record <laughs> from a lovely tiny house, and you appear. Are you in? Are you on a private plane right <laughs> she now? She looks like she's I, in an airplane right. <laughs> <already. laughs> it looks like you. It looks like you are an influencer who's getting ready to go to Coachella and go did- by private plane.
4: Like. Mm-hmm. Why like to sell me
2: your stock trading system? Yeah.
4: Did, did you guys fly it? Did you guys watch Sports Center this? I mean, uh, you know, College Game Day. You see, Kirk Kerber made his picks this weekend from a helicopter. From a helicopter, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe I'm in a private plane. You never know. I, I'm, in I'm in an Airstream. I'm in an Airstream. Uh, oh,
2: it's not as exciting, but it air, air, fly. Airstream is like the little Winnebago looking thing, or the, or yeah. the little thing. Yeah, okay. yeah, it's like
4: silver. Yeah. Yeah. Did those say, are cool. Wait, 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 those did dope. you say
3: Airstream or Gulfstream? Uh, like, is, <laughs> Airstream. <that> the, oh. <laughs> is there a
4: difference? <laughs> I
3: think. Well, uh, yeah. Well, one one? Uh, I think one is the implication. It's more of an airborne type of uh, situation. <laughs> well, isn't that what this is called? Not, not a road bound. <laughs> uh, no, I think it's right. I think it's an Airstream. Okay. But, okay. but, yeah. but, but where, who's Airstream? Is, is, this, is this the family Airstream?
4: So this is on our property. Someone lives with us and they live in this. Uh, but I'm in between offices. And so I it was either the Airstream or me and the dogs hang out. And I figured y'all would not yeah. want the dogs on the what, show today. What,
3: what's the story with the tiny house? Can you tell us? Or is
1: It's it...
4: being remodeled and my husband's moving in it. And my new office doesn't have internet yet. So here what's, I am.
1: What's he doing to remodel it? Taking down the shiplap?
4: He's painting it and putting... He's doing all the things that I never was able to do. Isn't that gotcha. fun? Like It's going to look amazing.
1: Yeah. Got you. Well, we airstream. We have we have a great show in store for you today. It's going to be a little bit of a different show. Uh, it's it's the week of Christmas. We're one week out right now, and we figured this. I mean, this is the time to have a Christmas party. So this show is kind of going to be a little got, have a little Christmas party flavor to it. We we, we do have a guest coming up later. Christian Stanfill from Passion Music joins us. They have. They just released their first ever Christmas album. It's called Hope Has a Name. So he's joining us. We will have our wellness segment. Author Wendy Speak is coming to talk to us about the connections between what we eat and our spiritual lives. And and But to mix things up, we're going to have a game at the end of today's show. A Christmas game that our very own Tyler Huckabee is going to be bringing. Um And also, a little twist to things, we're not doing Relevant News today, but we wanted Tyler to join us and sit in with us. So please welcome to the show uh, Relevant Senior Editor, Tyler Huckabee. Hey, man. Hey,
4: everybody. Hey, Tyler. Uh,
1: I like your backdrop. He's got his Zoom backdrop, like, very festive. Very Uh, festive.
5: uh, Oh, this isn't the Zoom backdrop. What if it wasn't? This this is just...
1: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so before we get the show going, I was thinking, what do you do at a Christmas party? You know, you're sitting there mingling, you're making small talk. I looked up icebreaker questions for, oh, for no. holiday parties. <laughs> and I thought, what better way to get our party started than that's just mingling and yeah. having some icebreaker questions, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I so was just the, to
4: have like a glass of wine or anything. That's what I would have at a Christmas well, the, party. Get, <laughs> th- th- this is the
3: cocktail hour
4: of the, of the evening. So <laughs> everyone,
3: everyone, go pop in the coat check, get cozy. You're here for the night. Let's let's start off with. Yeah, uh, we're going to
1: play games later. We're going to, yeah. hear, you know, some of our friends are going to share, and then yeah, you so know we, we start the started off with some ice bringing All
5: the awkwardness and tension of a office Christmas party directly to your homes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, we're not
5: doing a, uh, we're not
1: doing a
0: relevant Christmas
5: party. This year, That's so I true. Figured, yeah, 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 I miss it.
1: We, we got to do it this way. Uh, stupid COVID. Uh, let's see. <laughs> uh, I'm just I, no no particular order. I'm gonna just throw some of these out there. Uh, you guys can let us know. Okay. So what uh, we heard from Derek about his birthday, his sad, sad birthday slash Christmas situation. Uh, <laughs> guys, what's the best or worst Christmas present that you've ever received?
5: The best. Is I this remember- open
3: swim? Like anybody okay. ever yeah. got swim. one? Anybody, okay. go for it. That, I still remember the year Nintendo came out and how mm. mind blowing duck hunt was like how and and mm-hmm. here's the thing I'm sure I have the capability of oh, we have Google now, I can look up how it works. It's still it's still baffling to me how the duck hunt gun works. It's it's
0: the
2: Shooting great Christmas. Yeah, uh-huh. it's the
3: great Christmas mystery. There's no there was an old tube. That's an old tube TV. Okay.
2: There's yeah, no I didn't sensors even think about that. Yeah, you there's there's no, no, right, no, no cameras, crazy. lasers. Yeah.
3: I don't know. It, magic. It was the magic of Christmas distilled into one great game. Duck hunt. By the way, only a sociopath would hunt ducks with a pistol. <laughs> like you could be a weird guy or girl to go out to the lake. With a, with a, with a handgun and shoot oh ducks—that's a weird thing to do. And honestly, uh, great. When you shoot them in the air, it's pretty impressive if you can hit one with a handgun. <laughs> like I've never been duck hunting, but I assume when I watch duck hunting in the movie, they're like Paul, and you know that you know, all those you know goofballs with those hats with the funny ears that stick out yeah. on the side and the orange vest pop out of the reeds, and they all just blast shotguns in the general direction. <laughs> if you had a dude out there just you know, side pointing a pistol. I'm like John f- Wick.
2: Yeah, hey, going go John
3: Wick on, yeah, on ducks. Pretty awesome. Great job, Nintendo. Best Christmas ever. It's a mystery I still think about. And honestly, to your point, Derek, John Wick duck hunting with pistols would be awesome. Would be I'm not even in a hunting. I'm not even a hunting guy. I've never even
5: yeah. been. Yeah. Same. I, no. I know the eighties oh, were a different time, but I think even then parent there would have been like some parental complaints about like a Nintendo twenty gauge. Like I don't think you could just start start loading that up like a giant like a four foot package, like, oh mom, you got me the Nintendo shotgun. That still seems like it would have been a pretty dark image in the Reagan era.
3: <laughs> yeah, it's That's like so funny. Well, it, it, well, even then when you look back, it's like, hey, the the hot gift for every eight year old in the country, a video game system with a fake handgun, with a
0: virtual <laughs> pistol. <laughs> And you're gonna kill things,
3: ducks with it.
1: You know? Did you hear about the the mall Santa last week? It was on the Breakfast Club. Charlemagne's Donkey of the Day. This it was a mall Santa in in Detroit, and they this clip went viral. A little kid, four year old boy, going up to see Santa. What would you like, little boy? And he said a gun. And mall Santa said, absolutely not, no guns. He said, no, 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 a Nerf gun. And the mall Santa started to lecture the kid and said, if your dad right there wants to get you a, gun, a Nerf gun, he can. But Santa doesn't do that. That's too violent. Mm-hmm. The kid breaks down, has a meltdown crying, just broke his heart that Santa said no, right? And it became national news. The mall Santa got fired. The next yeah, day, the, the mall... Sent the family a huge package of Nerf guns as an apology and all this stuff. It was funny, but
4: mall Santa crossed the line. That's mall well, Santa job. doesn't have. Yeah, what
1: are you <laughs> yeah. telling me? Yes or no? This
3: Santa is one boot to the forehead and pushing that kid down a slide <laughs> yeah. for being the exact. <laughs> You'll shoot your eye out. Like literally, this is a plot of the most literally like the, like the entire plot of of the most beloved Christmas movie of all time. Hinges <laughs> on a Santa behaving poorly. Hey, yep. we You would think this Santa would know, hey, listen, if a kid wants a toy gun, last thing you want to do is put him on blast for it because they made a whole movie about it, and years later, that Santa still looks like a big old jerk. You know? Char- Char- Charlemagne played the clip of the movie to
1: make the yeah. exact same point. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Uh, next question. What was Christmas like when
2: you were growing up? What was Christmas like, Derek? Man, Christmas was fun. My mom... She goes all out for Christmas. Like, I, she would almost go broke for sure to make sure we had everything. So, and, and she it had it to do your birthday too. And so that's why she's going broke. Oh, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> great food, though, man, man. I, I, that's food, the thing. I, I food's love a big the most. Part of it. Oh my goodness! I mean, we got everything: the mac and cheese, the turkey. We got the fried chicken. You got the cornbread, collard greens. Man, it was just soul full. Good for the soul. Good memories. Good memories. Jamie?
4: Uh, Christmas. When I think of Christmas growing up, I think of a couple things. Number one, every year around like after Thanksgiving, December, we had this shed in our backyard and it would get a lock on it. It's not locked any time of the year. It gets Because that's where my parents put our Christmas presents. Uh-huh. And so all of a sudden, the shed's got a lock on it. And I'm like, ah, oh, this is where they are. But I remember also going to grandparents' house and food and... It, it, so much fun. Yeah.
1: Did you ever sneak did you ever sneak in and see one no, of the No, I never
4: did. I never did. I, I don't want to do that. Like that doesn't sound fun to me. That's that's I, I no.
1: did. My, my my mom would pre-wrap some of them and put them under the tree just to like, you know, make the house look more festive, yeah. right? And I when I was home alone, I would get out Xacto knives and slit I the, can't it. the tape and just open the flap just enough to see what the box was, and then I'd retape it. I wouldn't unwrap it, I would just peek surgical
4: procedure. What do you
2: exacto I'm knife?
1: You can't leave a trace. You, I'm not, hey, I'm I good know. at lying and I'm good at hiding he, stuff. And so like I
3: started started so young. So what and you're so saying is, MacGyver, <laughs> man. If Cameron grew up in a household like Jamie, he it would be like that scene in the first Mission Impossible where he's like slowly lowering down into the shed. And he like... You know, he, he's got an accomplice, his buddy next door on walkie-talkies. Okay, you're in. The eyes, I got eyes on the house. I got eyes on the house. And he's like, exacto knife. Like, Look, get him back up. Get him back up. His mom's coming. They're, his dad's coming for weed whacker fluid. Get him out of the shed. Get him out. And they're just like winding him up. And Cameron's just like hanging at the ceiling of the shed, looking at his dad, refill the weed whacker. You know, just like slowly
2: trying not to breathe too loud. You Why know? is your the brain Caesar. like this, Jesse? That's the such a detailed story.
1: See, scissors would leave too much of, yep. a, of a mark if you try to cut the yeah. tape with the scissors. And I figured out at my dad's home office, he had an exacto knife, and I was like, "Ooh, that's exactly what you need." And then you got to perfectly match the tape right on top. You that's know, you got to like, dude, you're like, I'm playing Operation with the tape, and then yeah. I,
4: I, found I have out a kid. There. I have one out of my four kids that they most definitely do this, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna call them out. <laughs> <together>. You know,
3: <laughs> mom's always know. You need to set up, a, you need to set up a trap. You know, a booby trap. I mean, it doesn't have to be, it doesn't have to be sophisticated.
4: That's yes, uh, I, uh, and it says, you're on camera.
1: No, no. A decoy present, like, a very disappointing
3: present. Like, ah, it's gonna bum the yeah. kid out that that's their yeah. present. Your guys' just it, head went in a different way. I was thinking of one of those old-timey nets that fall from the ceiling. <laughs> in the movie. And, the, and they are like, oh, we got the bad guy. We dropped the net arm. I, every time I see one of those, I'm like, Dude, how hard is it just to lift the net off yourself? Like, <laughs> what is it about that net trick that people like? We're so Diff's belief that I can't lift a tiny net off of me and be like, "Oh no, I'm free from the pieces of string you dropped on me." I, I'm just, yeah, you, you know,
2: Thanks, yeah. bro. I got beef uh, with the net
3: thing.
1: Okay, uh, what's something about Christmas that most people like but you hate, or, or at least dislike? Oh, interesting. A caroling for me. I don't know if most uh, people like Caroling, but I, uh it's just the most awkward thing ever. I've never caroled. No, I've caroled one time, I'm sorry. Yeah, but like I, I the thing for me is being the recipient of Caroling. <laughs> Like, like what am I supposed to do? Just stand here? I'm standing here looking at you. There's like yeah. eight of you and two of us. <laughs> this is
0: very awkward. uncomfortable. It's awkward. Like, did
5: you do you do you live in a retirement home?
3: I
1: don't know. <laughs>
5: Rob, I don't get
2: carolers. That's never happened in my neighborhood. What? <laughs> yeah.
3: uh, look, look, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a pro tip because I had carolers last night. I'm gonna give you a pro tip. Okay, strangers. No, no, all our neighbors know each other. It's a very communal neighborhood. Um, and so anyway. Here's the pro tip, guys. Okay. Now it might be it might help because I know most of like the the dads on the block pretty well, you know? I always find the one who's visibly the most uncomfortable singing in <laughs> someone's house in front of someone's house and is sort of just mouthing onto the, the words. words you know? one, yeah. Doesn't matter if you know them or not. That you lock in on that person and you just stare deep in their eyes. And like you know they're so uncomfortable. And like when they lock into your eyes and they're just like you make them so much more uncomfortable and all your discomfort is just goes right through your eyes onto them. Trust me on this stare at the most uncomfortable person in the caroling group. It works. This, uh, this
5: brings up a, this brings up a, a point that, that's related, but, but I think we need to unpack here. You guys remember, you guys remember the scene in love actually where, where it's Christmas time and, and uh, Rick Grimes comes to the door and Kieran Knightley opens it up and she and he like plays the he presses play on a tape player of carolers to to like uh, get her husband to think it's like carolers. But he's there to with the signs, the like big poster boards with a message of love. Yeah. Does everybody remember this? Does everybody know the scene I'm referring to I, here? I haven't seen yeah. it. Yeah, but. Nobody's yeah. seen it? Yeah. I've, I've seen never it, but seen I don't it. remember this. There's no point in going off on the tangent. Well you're, you're, describing,
2: you're it. describing it very well. You see what A- I'm tracking. Right? Yeah, you might make me want to go watch that one. I don't even lie to what you described it, baby. It's supposed to be this rare romantic <laughs> scene in which
5: it's, it's the guy who plays Rick Grimes in The Walking Dead, and he's like professing his love for young Kara Knightley, even though she's married to his best friend. And he's oh, kind of saying, I, don't like I know that you'll never I know that there's no chance for us, but I just want you to know that I love you. And it's he's doing this on a series of of poster boards with some with messages on them that he goes through. It takes like 10 minutes. And wow. apparently her husband is just in the other room the entire time, just kind of being like, hope those carolers are that sure is a long, sure is a lot of carols that she's listening it's to out there. Very uncomfortable, <laughs> Tyler. It's a very uncomfortable scene, and it's it's passed off like this very heartwarming. Like this is a Christmas is a time to go tell your best friend's wife nope, that you not. love her. That's not the message of the season, then what is. And it's just considered like a Christmas classic, and it makes me very angry when the Defenders come out, and they're going to come out. I know that. They're going to come. They're going to be on social media. They're going to come after me because they no. know I'm right, and they can't <laughs> handle being confronted with the fact that their favorite Christmas movie sucks.
3: Now, hey, look, Dang. Rick Rides in that situation needs... Needs someone to, he needs the, the husband of that woman to come out and give him what Tom Cruise did to that That's crew. Right. Just it's let it rip, no. man. No. Are you insane right uh, now? We, we can lose no. everything. We can lose everything. We
0: can you know, lose like, everything. Just,
3: <laughs> like, <laughs> This whole industry is a, <laughs> Like, you guys heard the Tom Cruise rant, right? The way. Uh, so weird. So. It's so, weird. so. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, so. If I see it again, (laughs) even close again, you're fired. You're fired. You better believe she's fired. You know, it's like, whoa, bro. Whoa.
1: Uh, Christmas gifts, you know, a lot of times are are toys and movie franchises or, you know, a lot of, you know, uh, Spider-Man action figures, things like that. So what game or movie universe would you like most like to live in? So don't go your superhero thing, Derek. Because those worlds get destroyed. You know what I mean? That's not a good place to live. No, back. no,
2: no, no, no. Listen, listen. Hold on. Yeah. Time out. Time out. Time out. First of all, I don't know if y'all know this, but on December twenty first, all black people are supposed to get superpowers. I'm so for you, wait, Derek. what?
5: Very excited for you. <laughs> this is gonna be cool. Don't forget me. Don't forget me. I had your back. said you like know.
2: So I'm about to. This is about to be a Marvel world anyway. December twenty first. I don't know if you if you saw this, but on social media on Black Twitter, there's this thing. This this lady said that Black people were the most intelligent, were the most smart and athletic. And on December twenty first, when Jupiter and Saturn align, we're getting superpowers. Every last one of us. What so I'm do you just get to trying pick to, yours? I don't know. I huh. I don't know. But I I just want all of them. Super speed, invisibility, just give it, give me that. I'm just letting y'all know, listen, you know, I'm going to still come on the show. I'm going to fly in this mug, you know, say what's up. You know, I might invisibility invisibility pop, you know what I'm saying, in one of y'all's houses. But, you know, I'm just letting y'all know, December 21st. So oh, I can't if wait. If you want to know the answer, it's Marvel. Of course, Marvel. it's Marvel. Yeah, if you want to answer, I mean, it's Marvel.
5: Derek's going to be an X Man. It's, it's going to be crazy.
2: Probably. I'm so pumped. Yeah, I'm so pumped. T-
1: Tyler, t- you're t- Tyler. You're probably you'd probably want to live in a <laughs> Wes Anderson movie world or something.
5: Well, I kind of no, as you see my background, I kind of already am. That's true. That's true. You do
1: <laughs> live in a Wes Anderson world.
5: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Jamie, oh, what about you? Next?
4: I don't know because I don't know these worlds that you speak of okay a game
5: or movie
1: like you know just like yeah like just a, fictional, a fictional thing you know, like uh, you want to live in Anne of
5: green gables fictional so you want to live in,
4: okay yeah okay. could be
5: narnia could be oh Ooh, no.
0: Narnia.
4: no no um i want to live in where is a world where everyone's happy and there's no sickness and my family's with me what world is that
3: like a like a pixar Hopefully,
5: twenty twenty one. Twenty twenty
4: one. That's the yeah. world I want to live in. I,
3: yeah, fingers crossed. Okay, I got. A, I got a deep cut for this one. All right. Okay. Oh, no. I would choose either the '90s sitcom Caroline in the City or the movie <laughs> How to Lose It: How to Lose a Guy in Ten Days. Here's okay. why. What? Here's why. Okay, I, don't even I remember that sitcom. It was about a woman Caroline who's a cartoonist city. in Chicago. Okay, yeah. J- Tyler, do you remember? I no. Okay, it was a very <laughs> yeah, it wasn't a very good sitcom. Do. Okay. Yeah. Here's why I chose that and here's why I chose how to lose a guy in 10 days. Apparently, during that era, you can make a very good living doing almost no work. <laughs> Her whole job in that sitcom, is should draw, like, one cartoon a week. And these are, like, single-frame cartoons. And the cartoon <laughs> is called Caroline in, City, in the City. And it's like, you know, the character walking into the florist, smelling a flower, and be like, this flower smells like Chicago in spring. Week's worth done. Go do whatever you want. And <laughs> How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, her assignment for, like, uh, what seems to be an extended period of time, her yeah. one assignment is a listicle. How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. A 10-day <laughs> listicle. That was an age that just doesn't exist anymore, where where apparently being successful in media required about 10 minutes of solid work a week, and that seems like just an interesting world to occupy. Imagine how quickly you could climb the ladder of media mogulhood if you work, I don't know, something absurd, like nine yep. hours a week or something <laughs> You would blow minds. You would blow minds. It's like hey what there's these movies where so, so like well what do you do i'm the columnist for the local paper i write a column every sunday 400 words a week come on like you, cameron i know we've said i feel I like when we were watching the mr rogers movie that was one of the beefs it's like yeah. this one profile they're spending yeah. just in travel alone You're easily right. 30 grand here you I know, know.
5: I I I
3: I can't
1: fathom that era of magazine writing where they would pay a full-time employee a month or two or three to write one article. And I'm just adding up how much their salary costs, their expenses. And then like you look at that, that was like four pages of the magazine.
3: Well, It just makes no sense to me. She tells him, the assignment was one page. And they're like, we're going to do a one page profile on Mr. Rogers. So we're going to fly out to Philadelphia three times to meet with him, then meet with his wife. And it's like, for one page? Like, I could could honestly, he could just email me a quote and I could turn around on one page on Mr. Rogers. No problem. Yo. No problem. It's true. All right, this is totally.
1: So these are just kind of a potpourri of questions. They're not related. There's no linear connection here. Okay, here's the next one. What songs do you have completely memorized? Oh. Name some songs that you have completely memorized.
3: The Fresh Prince of Bel Air theme song. That's that's oh, yeah. not a full song. That's about as far as I go with full songs.
5: So like I, I could I could go up on the karaoke stage. And I don't, I don't even need the word. I don't even need right. the screen. Okay. Right.
1: To me, it's, there's a whole lot of nineties hip hop in there. in that My, list for me.
4: I mean, this is embarrassing, but that song, uh, push it by salt and pepper
5: there you go <laughs> that's what oh, that's that's
1: impressive you know the entire Jamie, i think you need to prove that real quick <laughs> no
4: I, I mean it's like that that is that is definitely a karaoke like in my back pocket is that your go-to
2: all that's right. probably my go-to right. it's embarrassing. that's a drunk milkshake karaoke <laughs> song <laughs> i don't even need a
4: milkshake to do that karaoke yes.
3: jesse you got any outside of fresh I used to be able to do I mean there's a lot of 90s worship songs that I could probably <laughs> spout off. I mean, you does pretty, worship songs count? I mean come on. That, I don't I don't know front to back a lot of pop songs to be honest with you. Interesting. I mean interesting. I mean I could, I'm honestly like I'm trying to think off top of my head could I sing one front to back with 100% confidence right now I do, I wouldn't I wouldn't bet money on it right now. If you were to say you know find any pop song and tell me you can do the whole thing I don't know. My I don't. I think my mind works like that. You know,
5: there's a few Springsteen
3: tracks I could probably
5: do. I could okay. probably get through some Springsteen tracks. I would all the need way. some prompts,
4: some prompts, okay. and then I'd be good.
1: All right, but Garth Derek. books,
4: give bring me some Garth books, I can do those songs. You could do. Too. Gar-
5: I couldn't do that,
2: Derek. What's your one or two go tos? I've got I've got nothing. Seriously? Yeah, I've I've got nothing. I've been sitting there thinking the whole time y'all are talking. Like, what could I do? Front to back, acapella, nothing. No, I don't think... I have too many of my own songs. I don't even think I could do my own songs yeah. front to back. Just being honest. I could yeah. have a
1: couple that are like 90%. You know, there's a few lines I couldn't remember, but yeah. I have two that are just front to back. Uh, the Humpty Dance by Digital Underground. <gasps> yes. Oh, <yeah. laughs> that is
0: so um, wrong.
1: And Pass Me By by The Far Side. Those are the oh, two yeah. that I know front to back. But anyway. All right. Uh, here's another one. Just random. What takes up too much of your time? What takes up too much of your time? For Christmas? Like I'm Christmas? Just, and life. In what life. takes up too much of your time?
4: Laundry, emails, texts. Like, just the list is long. You have grown children. Why are you they doing do their, their laundry? They do their own laundry. I do mine and errands. So, yes. Okay. Wait, well, yeah. well, your no. husband done do his own laundry? He, no, he's never done his own laundry. Should he? You need
1: to train him. <laughs> I was doing my own laundry at nine. It's Man. my joy,
4: guys. It's my joy. Mm. Well, it sounds like. <laughs> I mean, I, I'll just say this: I spend way,
3: way too much time doing it, um, but I love it. It is such a joy, even though I like serving my family. It takes up
1: way too much time.
3: I she said it through her teeth, like. Yeah. I don't want to be. I don't want this to be misconstrued. I. It is my absolute joy to do laundry. Except if I were given the option to eliminate one thing from my entire life, it would be that. So. Yeah. Oh There's yeah, laundry. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Somet- right, Sometimes I think eating like I, I, I love eating. Like, if I could just, if I could just not be hungry I'd be like, okay, that'd be fine. I don't, I, I, wouldn't really miss it. Don't really. They care. have surgeries Man, for that.
2: That's crazy.
3: I love eating. If I, if I could just like absorb my energy from the sun or something, I would do that. Like, I will go out to eat, but the actual process of eating, I, I, I just kind of like hanging out, <laughs> food cleaning up, prepping. It's a lot of work, guys. It's a lot of work. It's, you know, dishes, nah, be. cooking. Nah, I ain't got time for that. All right, let's go around the horn on
1: this one. What's one thing you're most grateful for this holiday season? We'll end this segment on that one. What's one thing you're most grateful for this holiday season? Uh we'll start with you, Jamie.
4: With me. Um, I feel like this we could all say this a lot. And so I'll I'll get to do it first. Uh with so many things canceling in December is usually like, you know, just crazy. Just so much time with my family. And I I, I don't mean to be cheesy. I mean to be really true about that.
2: Yeah. Uh, Derek? Seeing another year. I think, you know. Time we we don't realize that there's a lot of people that didn't get to see what we're getting to see, you know. And I'm yeah. just thankful to be able to be able to see my family again and and do this podcast and think about goals and dreams and all those things. So you know, thankful for more more life.
1: Yeah, man.
3: Jesse. Yeah, I mean, I know it's it's serious, you know, more serious and cliche, but honestly, family and just being able to. You know, I think the older I'm not going to do a whole rant, but the older you get and the more life kind of happens to you, the more you realize how really important, you know, family is. And, uh, yeah, this year, I'm incredibly, incredibly grateful uh, for that. You know,
5: Tyler, Um, there's no way to not make this sound uh, sort of cheesy uh, and kissing up, but uh, but I'm, I'm grateful to have a job this year yeah. a lot of people don't yeah you know yeah. and uh it's hard been hard seeing a lot of people who are really talented and good at what they do trying to find find ways yeah. to make ends meet and um and i'm glad that that i can work here at relevant with the team that i really admire and put out great content dude d-
1: tyler okay just a little behind the scenes y'all he's off on magazine assignment for the last few days and so i've been i i we spotted it in the calendar ahead of time and we're like, Hey, let's make a space for Tyler to be able to focus on this magazine project. He's got going and, and I'll fill in for him with some of the daily content, social media. So I stepped up. I'm going to, I'm, I'm putting on the Tyler hat these last few days, Tyler, I do not know how you do it, man. Like it is it is exhausting being Tyler Huckabee. I I seriously, it's like an adrenaline rush all day. Like you're like it's just like this race, like to keep the, you're like keeping put stuff out all day. And then you look up and like the whole day's gone and I didn't go to lunch. And I'm like, what yeah. I don't know how you do it, man. I don't know how you do it. You're good hey, at it, but hey.
3: Yeah, he's he's worked, worked. he's a master. I, I've worked with Tyler many many years yeah. and see his and seen his wizardry firsthand. I mean, he's this is that Tyler. This is me sucking up, dude. You 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 know I, that me and Cameron know your work probably better yeah. than any two humans alive. It, Tyler legitimately is one of the best in the entire world at what he does. I Absolutely. am not saying oh, that flippantly. Man. He is. Oh, that's
5: so nice of you. he, oh, he, he is. You know, guys. It's true. it's true. It's very
3: true, man. I, well, I for, you to it's go. All,
5: it's all worth it to see people get mad at a headline for an article they did not read that. <laughs> that's, that's that's it, it's, that's, it's so, that's the other part of it. I've seen <laughs> this up front these last few days.
1: Like, I'm, like, you know, posting these pieces that we're putting out and like seeing the reaction on social media and I'm just like, these people are crazy. Like, oh, these, yeah. The, yeah, yeah. the internet yeah. is nuts. Tarn- and I was like, literally, I'm like, I haven't been, I've been replying to people going, did you read the article? Mm. Did you click the thing that you're actually really upset about? Like, no. can you just go engage the actual content the before no. you post your reaction? reaction nope they have no interest in actually being informed no, the they point. just want to react yeah, yeah. Okay. absolutely hey, no hey, I, Not okay.
3: I, let me let me say this as a perfect example and then we can move on but Please. i feel like let me let me pro- provide some uh, cathartic venting on behalf of Cameron and Tyler because you know <laughs> they were probably on the front lines of this okay this is one thing you This is why that job is so freaking hard. It's like not only do you have to write compelling content that makes a good intellectual uh, argument for or 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 is is interesting and entertaining and fits all the kind of style parameters, you have to position it in a way that actually makes people want to read it, right? And so a lot of times headlines will be provocative, but I feel like one thing that we've always done really well over the years is be intellectually honest with our headlines, but still allow them to have some degree of intrigue to make people either. They want to share? You, to. Yeah. Yeah. you got to market yeah. the content where, where yeah. people in the comments are like, "Well, you should have called this." Why <laughs> some Christians believe that. That we should not be anti-death penalty, a discussion with and it's like, yeah, we should just put the entire article in the headline. Where do I sign you up to be an editor? That would be a perfect idea. Let's just distill it into the most boring sentiment ever and give people zero incentive to actually read the article and engage with the cases made. You're right. We should just put the entire article in the headline. That would solve everything. Oh, and you know what? We should do it to the standard that you, commenter, personally agree with every every nuance of this i understand it has to meet your specific oh, theological man. understanding and uh. the parameters of your social understanding based on your exact experiences so thank you for the feedback very helpful is that yeah. what you guys think sometimes because i've been in that position Dude, i'll tell you what i'm grateful for cuz i
1: you know i saw this question obviously and i was thinking about it for real like we're at the end of 2020 and we made it i mean that mm. that's the thing that like stands out to me is like, I mean, I got to be honest with y'all, a year ago, I was on sabbatical. And literally at this point, one year ago, Jesse can tell you, day by day, we didn't know if Relevant was going to make it. I mean, like make it. 20 years of life work like was a house of cards that was collapsing. And and it was a really, really hard season a year ago. And we're on another side of that now. And when life is so much healthier and... Mission is clear and we have an amazing team and it's a weird environment right now for media, but I am so grateful and I do not take it for granted that we're still standing, you know, at the end of 2020 and Mm. you know, I don't take it lightly and I all y'all listening and stuff. I just really appreciate you guys sticking with us and staying with us and
3: you know. It's it's something. Hey, I'm going to do one more emotional one. It's Christmas. We've had a yeah. lot of goofball, but let's, let's give the people what they want. Like, <laughs> it, it, the, the real talk. Are you going to start
1: playing a tape of Carolers and <laughs> you're going to hold up a sign <laughs> and tell got, us yeah. a <laughs> bunch of stuff? guys? It's James, gonna where'd be you visual. get all that
5: giant poster board? <laughs> 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 you
3: know, I'm deeply great. I said family, which I am grateful for, but I have some of the best friends in the entire world. Like, you know, I I I don't share a lot of details about my personal life, uh, you know, publicly, just out of personal preference, you know. But you know, the last well, people two- are still
1: mad you're not on Instagram.
3: Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> the, but the the last two years were were really particularly a difficult time, and there were a couple people who stepped into my life when it was when I was when I say on the ropes, guys. I mean, like I was was on the ropes. You know what I mean? Just like life comes at you fast and you got to deal with a lot of stuff. And I have a handful of friends who I, you know, consider them to, to have really, really impacted my life. And I, I, and when I say, I don't know if I would be right here wh- where I am, you know, December, 2020, I, I literally, I, I don't know if it wasn't for some of those people. And two of them are on this, on this podcast right now. Um, you know, Cameron and Tyler were, were, you know, I mean, g- people don't need to know the whole story, but I mean, Cameron flew out here when yeah. w- when I was at the lowest of lows. And mm. to, to think 2020's here and I'm in the community that I'm in, I have the family that I have and, and and my life's where it's at is a credit to the friends that came beside me when things were, were really bad. And, and like I said, I cannot be more grateful for, uh, you know, what, what my friends have done for me what what you know how how close you know Tyler and I have got no you know we're, we've always been close but in the last few years and then like I said Cameron kind of stepping up to the plate when the chips were really really down you know yeah, we love like, you man I love and, that.
1: and when your friends need you you get on a plane you go yeah. you just kind of mm-hmm. show up you know yeah love you bud All love right. you guys this is good. Yeah. Stay tuned up next Christian Stanfield joins us.
2: Christmas, it got me hoping and wishing that we could cope with the missing mac and cheese, okra and chicken that going family not with us. I'm paying Santa a visit, like Chris. You got something in that staff pandemic. Chris, Chris, man, You got something in that bag. I need you and I miss you, but I can't see you. I need you and I miss you, but I can't
0: see you. My daddy hit me on the phone. Hello.
1: You're listening to No Big Deal. The song is Xmas 19. It is one of the songs on A Very Relevant Christmas Part 3, our third installment of our Spotify Christmas playlist. It's available now. Go search for A Very Relevant Christmas on Spotify. There are three albums available now. We're releasing one every Wednesday this month. That's No Big Deal. I love that song. It's very COVID-friendly. Well, before we get to our guests, I want to tell you that today's show is also brought to you by BetterHelp. Is something preventing you from experiencing peace or achieving your goals. With the heaviness that's happening all over the world right now, it can be difficult to find peace and purpose, and that's why there's BetterHelp. BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment, and you can start communicating in just 24 hours. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions, and of course, you can message your counselor anytime. To top it all off, BetterHelp is more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. We want you to start living a happier life today. As a relevant podcast listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting betterhelp.com relevant. Join over 1 million people taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's betterhelp.com relevant. Well, Christian Stanfield is a singer, songwriter, and worship leader with Passion Music. Passion releases incredible worship anthems year over year. You know them. And they just released their very first Christmas album. We sat down with Christian to talk about the album, Hope Has a Name, and a lot more. Here's our conversation with Christian Stanfield.
5: Okay, so I'm curious. Tell me about the writing process for a project like this. It's obviously one thing to write a worship album, something you guys are very familiar with, but there's some very specific ideas about what Christmas music should be. So how how did you all approach that?
6: Yeah, well, you know what you're talking about there, it's pretty intimidating to think about writing Christmas music, you know, because you have some of these, you know, songs that are so beloved and so well known, really all around the world. And to think about, adding new songs into that catalog you're like do we really need more (laughs) you know and you know i feel like you know silent night is pretty amazing but you know i think what we were hoping to do with this project is help people see the personal nature of the christmas message and you know uh christmas is the fulfillment of a promise that god made that he would save the world and so that's what we were hoping to you know hoping that we could you know help people understand and then like i said just with with being worship leaders one of the things i talked about and we all talked about going into these writing sessions was man we would love to have songs where the content is christmas and we're singing about things that are related to christmas but the heart is is worship and and uh And even have some some moments in these songs that can live on past december and there are several moments in these songs where i mean the bridge of the song hope has a name says you know come if you're broken come if you're searching if you need healing he's where you find it i mean that's year round that that, that's like i need that every day seems like it'd be a really interesting
5: songwriting challenge It, it fits easily with what you do but it's also separate in some ways different in some ways
6: yeah yeah you're exactly right i think when we started talking about it it was like i said just a little overwhelming but then when we started really diving into the story of christmas the miracle of christmas man worship comes flying out of the christmas story pretty pretty naturally you know um if you let it happen i mean even with you know the angels announcing the birth of Jesus. They sing "Glory to God in the highest," and that—that's a worship line, you know. And we talk about worship music and worship songs. "Glory to God in the highest." That's—that's that's what we say when we worship God. Just give Him glory. So, uh, it, it emanates very naturally out of the Christmas story.
5: a challenge just from like a a sonic production standpoint people have a very specific ideas of what uh of what christmas music should sound like
6: yeah uh it's funny i'm in our studio at our church right now and uh this is where we wrote a lot of the songs and when we were writing we had christmas trees up everywhere we had um candles burning we had little nutcrackers um and then we had Jingle Bells like all laid out around just to kind of inspire the Christmas spirit. Um, but yeah, that, I mean, for sure, like when we were thinking about, you know, producing the music and even sonically when the song started coming back from, we, you know, Jacob Suter, uh, his you know, great friend and producer songwriter, uh, uh, Jeff Pardo uh, helped produce some of this stuff. Um, John Duke, who's on our team here, was kind of overseeing a lot of it and when these songs started coming back in, you could tell we were all in the Christmas spirit, pretty hardcore, <laughs> you know, uh, you know, bells and, uh, you know, orchestral arrangements that were so sweeping and big and beautiful. And uh, we all, we all kind of got caught up in it uh, for sure. Um, but then, you know, you also, you want to retain that the, the, the anthem spirit that you're talking about that. Uh, and so there's a lot of that in there too.
5: Okay. So coming up on Christmas this year, obviously it's been extraordinarily difficult for so many of us, for, for really all of us to varying degrees. How do you handle the um, the tension of bringing a message of hope and peace for Christmas time with all the very real hardships people are experiencing right now?
6: I love the question you're asking um, because it's so true. You know, it's it's been an interesting year and uh, it's been Uh, kind of a wild time. And uh, like, you know, like you said, even here at our church, we've seen COVID crash into a lot of different people in a lot of different ways, and it's affected everybody in some way or another. And so we want to be, you know, sensitive to that. Um, At the same time, you know, as worship leaders and as people who are ministers of the gospel and Jesus followers, um, I think we have a responsibility to point people to something that's higher than our circumstance or the season of life that we're in. And um, you know, our, our seasons of life change, our circumstances change, but who Jesus is, is the same yesterday and today and forever. And so I think the very best thing that we can do for people right now is help lift our eyes up above our circumstance or even what we're feeling and help people grab onto something that's rock solid which is the truth of god's word and the truth of who god is that never changes
5: any songs that came together in an interesting way for this or anything that was extra challenging to put together?
6: You know, I will say, you know, I don't know if this answers your question, but you know, what I love about this project in particular, uh, is it, you know, for a lot of passion recordings, you have a lot of church anthems that are, they're big and they're anthemic and they're sweeping and there's very emotional, And you have those on on this project for sure. You know, we talked about Hope Has a Name, Highest Hallelujah, Uh, The King Has Come, Even Oh Come All You Faithful. Um, But then you have these on this project, I love it because you have this amazing balance between the big anthems and these really beautiful, textured, almost sacred feeling songs like Grace of God with Us and a song called Hush. And even Crowder singing, Oh Holy Night. But, you know, so you have these songs that really pull people in close. And um, again, just try and communicate the personal nature of the the Christmas story. And, you know, in particular, Grace of God with Us was one that came together so beautifully with a worship leader in our house. Her name is Chittima. And um, she has such a powerhouse vocal. She's so anointed, um, even more than her vocal her heart is just gold and her leading this song came together so organically and so beautifully and um it just felt right to have her lead the song so we're really happy to have her on the project too so
5: do you think there'll be a difference in how people view church and worship as we go into 2021
6: you know here we have started letting some of our door holders our volunteers we call them door holders and we've started letting some of our door holders come back into the building, and be in the room when when we're doing our gatherings, which have been online. But now we're starting to have more people in the room, and I think the overwhelming response that we're getting from people, uh, really honestly, it's an emotional response from people saying, I, "I didn't know how much I needed to be with other people. And I didn't know how much it would mean to me to be back in a room." and hearing the church sing and being under the, the word of God, the teaching of the word of God. Um, I think there's going to be a real, um, a real value, uh, put on the great assembly, maybe like never before. I think people are going to be, um, so grateful to be back in a room with other believers, um, worshiping together. And so I, I think you know for us that that's the first thing that comes to mind is I, I just think for us I know personally our church I, I don't know if we'll take it for granted you know again um, or I hope we won't um, so I you know I think thats I think that's uh, I, I think that that's one way that this has really been refining and uh, I think it's going to change all of us in a lot of different ways. I think all of us, like I said I it, it, it think it's impacted. All of our families, all of us personally in different ways. Christ is. Lord.
1: Christian Stanfield from Passion. Check out Hope Has a Name wherever you listen to music.
0: May
4: every day be Christmas and every day be blessed Let the end
0: of every day be filled with happiness and may the Lord be good to you without
1: You're listening to Roseanne Cash. The song is May Every Day Be Christmas. did it lose its specialness. I don't know. Anyway, that's a song also on A Very Relevant Christmas Part 3. Go check it out. Well, for this week's wellness segment, we chat with author and speaker Wendy Speak about the difference between fasting and just dieting and the connections between what we eat and our spiritual lives. Uh, It's the latest installment of our weekly wellness series, which you've been hearing every Friday, which is brought to you by UHSM, member-to-member health sharing. See why millions are choosing this Christian alternative to traditional health insurance. Ask if you qualify for UHSM membership today by calling or texting 833-367-8476. That's 833-367-UHSM or visit uhsm.com slash care. Here's our conversation with Wendy Speak.
5: So, Wendy, let's start by just, uh, can you tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got to where you're at right now?
7: Sure, absolutely. Uh, So my name is Wendy Speak, and I am married to Matt. And uh, we have three teenage boys. My history is I grew up in the church. I've, I've always loved Jesus. And yet, you know, when you're growing up, every time you learn more about him, you learn more about life, you learn more about the promise that there are going to be many trials and tribulations, but we can be of good cheer. It just feels like, man, growing in faith is just this constant It's just this constant thing. I think coming to faith, of course, paramount, right? Most important, but growing in faith, man, it never ends. And I've been very aware of that lately. So here I am with three teenage boys and I'm like, oh, now Lord, now I need you. (laughs) I thought I needed you then, but I I need you now. So that's the season of life I'm in. Uh, Before I got married, I worked as an actress and um, I thought I was an actress, but I discovered that what I really am is a storyteller. And so since having children, I've been writing books and blog posts and ministering to people online and um, in line at the grocery store too, but mostly online and through books.
5: Okay. So we came across your work through your most recent book, The 40-Day Sugar Fast. Where did that idea come from? What made you uh, decide to take that project on?
7: Originally, I was just ministering online to moms specifically who struggle with anger with their kids, like angry reactionary parenting. And it was in the... It was in that conversation that I wrote with a co-author, a book called Triggers, Exchanging Parents' Angry Reactions for Gentle Biblical Responses. And um, we just look at common triggers in parenting and really take it to God's word um, and try to figure out in light of his word, how do we do right when our kids do wrong so we're not losing it? And it was in in that conversation where I said, what would happen if we gave up sugar for 40 days? Uh, physiologically would we be able to be calmer kinder more consistent maybe even more Christ like so but it's it's not actually a diet that i wanted to suggest what if we actually fasted what if instead of turning from sugar high to sugar high to get us through our hard days we started turning to the most high and uh i wouldn't say that i was raised in a fasting church or a fasting home but my goodness it's been it's been an intense Lesson in fasting is something that we are lacking in our Christian culture today, but it is a spiritual discipline that unlocks the bondage-breaking power of Christ.
5: Tell me a little bit about the ups and downs of those first 40 days, Whoa, Whoa, the roller coaster of what that's like.
7: Well, I would say the first few days don't feel good. But I think that that's going to be true whenever you give up that thing that you're running to that isn't good for you. But in the conversation of overdoing sugar, um, you're going to go through the sugar flu. You're going to feel kind of cruddy. You're going to have a headache. I was the most surprised that I was sad, that I was emotionally, not just physically, just broken, And one of the things that the Lord revealed to me um, came out of Joel too, where, where he says, return to me with weeping and mourning and fasting. And I think why we feel so bad, other than physiologically detoxing from sugar or caffeine or whatever it is you're laying down, if we've been turning to something other than Christ and we are now setting it down and turning back to Christ, I think that That conviction, that repentance should allow us to be in touch with a soul sadness. God, have I seriously wandered from you? I mean, I know, Lord, I know enough about who you are to know that you don't leave me. But I've been leaving you for my pantry and for my freezer and for the drive through at at Chick-fil-A for another sweet tea just to get me through my hard days. And I'm setting all that down. And physiologically, I'm worn out and I'm detoxing. But spiritually, I'm sad that I really have looked to something or many somethings other than you to meet my deepest needs.
5: Okay, so for most people, our, our physical health and our spiritual health, we, we don't really see those things as being related, right? Um, can you tell me the difference between what you are offering here in this book and uh, what what someone who just wants to like cut back on sugar and get fit is doing?
7: A diet will change your body. But a fast will change your life. I I got an email just this morning from someone named Oscar. Uh, So it's not just for women. And he said, I want you to know that I lost 24 pounds over the last 40 days. But... That's what I lost. I gained so much more. And that is actually the message that I hear most from people that send me emails is, yes, I lost weight, but I gained faith. Yes, I lost inches, but I grew faith. And that's what happens because God never said, hey, I want a sugar sacrifice. He said, I want a living sacrifice. So if you just need to sacrifice sugar, you probably need a diet. But if you want to grow um, to feast on Christ, not just to fast from sugar, but to feast on him and to have him reshape your life, not just reshape your body, then go to a fast, not just a diet. If you need a fast, a diet's not going to cut it. But if you need a diet, why not start with a fast? And often at the end of those 40 days, we say, we say to one another in the group, wow, I feel better. I'm sleeping better. My joints don't hurt. I've got energy for my spouse at the end of the night. There are so many physical benefits. Maybe this should be a physical lifestyle. Okay, but what about the lifestyle of seeking God and his word? Were there benefits there too? So that's why a fast, not just a diet.
1: Wendy speak. For more content like this, make sure to check out our wellness series every Tuesday and Thursday running right now at relevantmagazine.com. It's presented by our friends at NHS. Yeah.
2: Uh, baby is the owl and all a good night. That huh, we all live in the good life. Yeah, though it's 40 below the windshield And we wipe the snow up off the windshield It's still wonderful night to be alive, baby And I'm so happy I'm with my baby And we a little late with the Christmas gifts Rushing for the mild-on trip You know I drive crazy The streets lit up and feel like Christmas officially Told her that you'd start at the top of my Christmas tree We are to
1: Christmas Kanye West is. and Tiana Taylor and others. The song is Christmas in Harlem. It is also on a very relevant Christmas part. Go check it out on Spotify. Well, before we get to the game, I want to tell you that today's episode is also brought to you by UHSM. We have so many amazing partners. These days, finding affordable, quality health care is more difficult than ever. So if you're looking to save up to 50% on your health care expenses, listen up. You don't have to wait around hoping health care will improve in the U.S. Instead, join millions of Christians who are choosing health share memberships like UHSM. UHSM is a non Christian health share with the sole mission of helping you achieve your best health. Protect your health with modern health sharing from UHSM, including programs with prescription benefits from CVS Caremark, no-cost telehealth visits, and access to so 1 million doctors and providers satisfy your medical needs and save up to 50% with UHSM health share. It's member to member health sharing and it's awesome. See why millions are choosing this Christian alternative to traditional insurance. Ask if you qualify for UHSM membership today. You can call or text 833-367-UHSM or visit UHSM.com slash care. That's UHSM.com slash care. Do it now. I have shared that link with several friends who are looking for better options to insurance. Okay, we told you at the beginning of the show, no, you know, no Christmas party would be complete without playing some party games. So we have some party games planned. Our very own Tyler Huckabee uh, prepared it and will host it. So I'll lob it over to you, Tyler. It's time for the holiday edition of Versus. Versus, 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 Versus. Do you know these
0: Christmas verses? <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> All right, so versus this is not the runaway hit web series that pits two MCs what? against each other, unfortunately. What? We
2: can do oh, I was it, ready we're not going to do it. <laughs> <laughs> and
1: we know,
5: and we, the reason we can't do it is because <laughs> <we know laughs> Jesse Carey, Derek Minor versus that man, we, the internet we, would show we, yeah, up for that, <laughs> DJ Kerry and Derek Miner, I don't know who would come. I don't know. We'll never know because we're not going to play it today. I do. I do. In (laughs) West
3: Philadelphia, boy. I told you. I told you. I got a banger. I got a banger in my back pocket. (laughs) The ace up the sleeve, friends.
5: (laughs) <laughs> Instead, here's how this game is going to is going to work. We're going to we're going to split it up into two teams here and I'm going I went back to I have found some beloved Christmas carols and I went back and found some of the obscure verses to these carols that usually get skipped over uh some uh-huh. of them for very good reason. We'll see and when we sing them at Christmas time. So I'm going to read So you're talking stanza. like that
1: you're talking like that third stanza in a hymn that's like super yeah, random Yeah, like, like eight where yeah. they're
5: like, "Eh, this is getting weird."
1: I don't like know like what Like that he's third one in Amazing here. Grace and it's kind of like, "Wait, what are you?" Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah,
5: gotcha. yeah. The, the, the verse is where they lose people. Like this and this doesn't really rhyme anymore. It was usually written in old-timey like in <laughs> Charles <laughs> Dickens England. So we don't yeah. we don't need to get into that. So these I'm are Christmas
1: hymns. Got
5: it. I'm going to give you four Christmas carols and you will choose, you'll tell me which one this verse is from. Who are the teams? All right, so we're gonna we're gonna do uh, we're gonna do Cameron and Derek taking on Jamie right. and Jesse. That's how all it's going right. to happen. Sorry, Jesse. Don't worry, I'm extremely confident. I'm so
4: sorry. Don't. I'm gonna be so bad at. No, this. you're gonna
3: you're gonna kill it. We're gonna kill it. Okay.
1: All right. We're gonna, so these are Christmas carols. These are like
4: at at least all, it's multiple. These
1: choices. are all
5: for the most part pretty well known. Christmas carols. When people Christmas go carols.
1: house to house uncomfortably <laughs> singing songs, <Yeah>. these <laughs> are the songs.
5: All right most of these Christmas carols you've probably heard. I didn't go, I didn't go, there's a few kind of deep cuts, but nothing to, nothing that you, you probably have not, absolutely not heard of before. Right. Um So we're going to start. So Cameron and Derek, you guys are first up. Here is the verse. Adonai, Lord of might, who to thy tribes on Sinai's height in ancient times didst give the law and cloud and majesty and awe.
2: Okay. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's right. a Christmas yeah. carol,
5: for sure. Yeah, What'd you think, girl? All right, here's the four options. Was that O oh, Holy Night, O oh, Come, O oh, Come, Emmanuel, Angels We Have Heard on High, or O oh, Little Town of Bethlehem? I mean...
4: Okay, can Ooh. I can I say something real quick before y'all yes. answer? Yes. As you're saying that, Tyler, I'm like, I've totally heard this. Like, I know this. You and have. And you really? give me four. Yes, but then you give us four options. I'm like, it could be any of them. It could be. To me,
1: Derek, <laughs> I'm thinking it could be any of the first three because it was talking about night and stuff. Like the lyric was. So I was thinking like the old Holy Night sort of type of song. That was one of the options. I don't know. What are you thinking?
5: Oh, I don't say know. the four again. Say the four sure, again. Sure. Hey, oh, Holy Night. Okamakum come, o come, Emmanuel Angels yeah. we have heard on high Or a little town of Bethlehem I'm thinking two or three or,
2: I was no. thinking angels Yeah uh, let's go with that on high. Let's go, Yeah angels we have heard on high Final answer Never heard that as a Christmas carol by the way oh
5: This is Oh come, oh come, Emmanuel. Oh come, oh come, Emmanuel. <laughs> oh come, o Come, Emmanuel. All right. That was Fion, my course. second thought. That was my Sufian, second thought. Sufian, of course, found time We've to record that. that verse. we sing that
4: verse the, at church, DM? FYI. You,
5: you didn't. Well, now's your now's your time, Jamie. It's you, okay. and, you. and Jesse are up. All right. Time to shine. All right. Here you go. <laughs> here, this is all right. So this is, this is your stanza. Mark my footsteps, good my page. Tread thou in them boldly. Thou shalt find the winter's rage, freeze thy blood less coldly. Mm. I mean, that we, does sing, not we, we Anything uh, about we, Jesus. We sing we that? that. We Where sing is that.
4: Jesus? Tyler, my family
3: <laughs> sings that every single night as I stand before them with one single <laughs> lit candle right in front of my face. And they, it's Freeze more of a Gregorian type of Is that thing. what you just said? Mark my oh. footsteps
5: good, my page. Tread thou in them boldly. Thou shalt find the winter's rage. Freeze thy blood less coldly. Is that Carol of the Bells? We Three Kings. Once in Royal David's city or a good King Wenceslas?
3: Well, considering two of those clearly are made up by you,
0: uh, those last two,
3: no one's ever heard Once of. Once in
4: David City, uh, I've never heard yeah. that in my entire uh, w- life. Was this like, like, like w- when is, it? I
3: don't even know some of those. Like, was this like a, 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 like a big hit during the medieval <laughs> the times? Cold War? Like, you know, I, 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 this is very confusing. Uh,
5: um, my Jamie only rule Richard was, that, was got, that it had to appear on Spotify's Top 30 Most
3: Played Christmas Carols.
4: Oh. Uh, wow. um, so, one, yeah. It, okay, okay so, give the four one more time the, and the, then we this was
3: actually a big breakout hit in 1502.
0: Big <laughs> year. The year.
5: heavy rotation. So you, got, you got "Carol of the Bells," "Once in Royal David City," "We Three Kings," and "Good King Wenceslas." I, what's the last one? "Good King
3: Wenceslas." I'm gonna go the 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 one about David City. That's I what I was gonna say. David let's, City. Let's go. Let's go with it. My
5: my I'm afraid the answer <laughs> is "Good King <laughs> Wenceslas." <laughs>
2: Hey, you had to go to the depths of Anglo-Saxon, uh playing to grab that joint. I'm trying like to do that and grab that and stash that mug straight out of the Viking's hand. Right? Is that what it what is? this a song?
3: It's from like, Yeah, what is this? Like, freaking the Canterbury Tales, Tyler? Where do you, where's the source material
2: here? Uh, that boy got that from the Anglo-Saxon first church of, of the Illuminati Accord. Uh, yeah, and cult. this ain't even fair. This ain't even fair. It's like, is it
3: Mariah Carey? Dean <laughs> Crow? Be or Jeffrey Chaucer. And it's like, what the heck? How am I supposed to know Jeffrey Chaucer Christmas Carols?
0: <laughs> Yo! Cameron and Derek, right, Cameron and it's, Derek it's are back o. up. All right. I, I have
3: a feeling if We're somebody screwed.
1: wins this game, it's going to be 1 0. Yeah,
5: okay. If somebody wins. All right. All right. Fear not, then said the angel, let nothing you affright. This day is born a savior of pure, vir- of pure virgin bright, to free all those who trust him from Satan's power and might. All right, yeah. Dang. Was that? God rest you, merry gentlemen. Came upon a midnight clear. Oh come, all ye faithful! Or oh, holy night.
2: Oh come, all ye faithful. That sounds. Like, oh come, all ye faithfulish. Cam, what'd you think?
5: I was thinking come,
1: or God, you rest, you merry gentlemen. So let's go with oh, come, all you faithful. Because Derek Miner is, like, undefeated in these games. So,
0: <laughs> oh,
2: no, <I> <laughs> Listen, man, you grab it. I don't know about the Vikings' carols, yeah, bro. Yeah, I was going he
0: went, yeah,
5: <laughs> I guess he's leaning on me for the Anglo-Saxon expertise, <laughs> so... Unfortunately, the answer was "God rest ye merry gentlemen." Oh, you were right there. It was my God, right
2: my gut. there. Yeah, you just, listen, man, you got to use your Anglo-Saxon powers for so the
1: really, really white stuff. <laughs> I'll help you out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll it, help you it, out. If we, uh,
3: uh, Tyler, if you don't mind, if for next round you just exclude anys that are declarations to the winter sol- solstice from the pagan people of the Nordic lands, <laughs> that would be great
2: because i'm just not as fresh on that i'm just not as fresh on that genre as i used to be i know thor sings this every (laughs) christmas night
3: yeah oh winter please come ye on our harvest
0: The great oh, night baby.
3: upon us, evergreen. It's like,
2: what is this? Get <laughs> out here with these techni- Game of Thrones Christmas carols. technically, technically,
3: this is uh, the Druid anthem of the pagan solstice. So, pretty good, pretty good. Still so holds up. A lot of people singing it this year. It's, I'm ready to say, First Blood gets the whole, takes the whole thing. Like, yeah, whoever gets the, whoever puts points yeah. on the board at this point.
4: What's I mean, D- and I are about to get a point right now, if you uh, were to say I'm the bl-
3: song is called "Ye First Blood," yeah, I mean we just sang one about a frozen blood, so it's not even that off, you know. Upon <laughs> the full moon, I
5: under think, Nordic I think Jamie skies, might, I think Jamie might know this
1: one. I got a, I got a feeling about it. We'll see. It's very, it's very Baptist, Jamie. Go for it.
0: <laughs> okay,
5: I'm here. <laughs> um. <laughs> so god imparts to human hearts the blessing of his heaven no ear may hear his coming but in this world of sin where meek souls where meek souls still receive him the dear christ enters in hmm. all right was that i've we definitely three kings? never heard
4: that in my entire life
5: <laughs> we three kings came upon a midnight clear carol of the bells or O little town of bethlehem what's the second one tyler uh it came upon a midnight clear. I don't think it's I that. think
4: it's either that one or a little town of Bethlehem.
3: Let, let's go Midnight Clear. I feel like that's a song that probably has like 15 pages of verses that just got kind of whittled <laughs> down. It's, <laughs> like, already already it's already. like it's like it's like littered Cohen's hallelujah. It's like the original draft was like the size of a cheesecake factory menu and it's like, "Oh, let's <laughs> just remember. Let's just sing the good verses." I I, I feel good about that. Oh, Unfortunately, Grandma. it was a little Grandma. town of Bethlehem. Should've listened to Jamie. <laughs>
4: I'm sorry, Jamie. To I'm Jamie. Jamie. I'm, I,
3: yeah, I'm gonna let you make the call from here on. I clearly
1: it was just a
4: guess.
3: Boy. <laughs> well, it was just, it, a couple of lines about sin
1: and stuff. So the Baptists know these lyrics. You
4: know? To <laughs> Welcome I mean, to
1: the bar. <laughs> i
2: don't know what y'all got going on right now <laughs> all
1: right one more round real quick so and, me then, and then we can uh, end yeah
2: we
5: could
1: can both you play going.
2: something with some 808s in here we could all end up
5: on the naughty list here if we're not careful. so this is it's down to it's down to cameron and Derek. all right tween an ox manger and an ass our blessed messiah's excuse me, I'm place sorry. it was to save us all from bond and thrall he was a redeemer for us all Was that The go first ahead, noel Go ahead, Cameron I'm chilling The first <laughs> noel Away in a manger Silent night or it came upon a midnight clear Away in a manger the
4: First snow
5: it was the first oh,
1: Dang it. Oh, I would have guessed the same
4: thing.
5: Oh, man. It was talking about the baby in the manger and
4: stuff.
0: I was thinking. Well, they're
5: all their Christmas songs. They're all talking about a baby in oh, a manger.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> I think Not I think your it.
1: pagan solstice ones. <laughs> Not guess, those that's were, true. <laughs> trying talking
2: about some crazy frozen <laughs> blood. Man, what? Oh, Ice man. blood.
5: That has nothing to do man, with the manger. Speaking of what, a blood bath? Yeah. Blood,
3: yeah, oh, yeah man. I, 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 here's, I honestly think this happened. It's like, even, even back then, you know, there were songwriters hanging out, and he's like, hey, I bet you can't use the word between the ass <laughs> and get away with it. And she's like, watch me. Watch me. <laughs> no one's even a bad night. They're like, a year, hundred years from now, a hundred years from now, People are going to be talking about this, and not even think it's that weird that it was in the song. It's like, Watch C-
1: me. It's like C.S. Lewis and Tolkien were famously, they wrote their Doing amazing life's work at the pub together. Yeah, yeah. Right. And so after a few rounds, he starts yeah. challenging each
3: other. Work trying in to put between stuff the, into yeah. work in between the ass in a Christmas song. I yeah. dare you. And, and, I dare and, you. and, and the
4: guy's are like
0: I dare you.
3: no yeah.
4: okay, Tyler. Yeah. That, that was the song first was Noel. I'm going to ask Aaron if we can sing that at church the next Sunday and, and he <laughs> needs to say between the ass okay I'll let you know what happens
1: you no know, but we need
5: to sing the first Noel and he'd be like yeah of course and be
4: like yeah. all, all three verses, verses. <laughs> all, all <laughs> verses. Yeah.
5: and then there's a, there's like a DJ record scratch when you get to the third nobody looks at it until it's time yeah. and it's like what? oh
1: gosh alright was that is that it? That's uh, we're we just do, call, uh, calling it. That was for all the marbles. Yeah, that's it. We're we're, yeah. we're calling we it call because it? it's going to be a, a hockey style tie, a soccer style mm-hmm. tie right now. So it's
5: a, it's I'm, we're all this winners, Holiday guys. season,
1: nobody's a loser. It's
0: lovely. Yeah.
5: I, I, I would I do want to encourage everyone to uh to to for the next episode too. We got another Christmas game, and this one I had so much fun putting it together, and I truly Ooh. can't wait to unleash Ooh. this game. All I was right. I, I I was surprised. Oh yeah. I was I was shocked at parts. You will you will learn you will learn things and be entertained in ways you didn't know you could be entertained by a Christmas game. That's the Tyler Huckabee promise. On the this will be on the Tuesday episode this will coming be on up. The Tuesday episode? Week. Yeah. Love it. All right.
1: Well that'll do it for Verses,
0: verses, verses, verses. Do you know these Christmas verses?
1: Well many thanks to Christian Stanfield for joining us. Make sure to check out Passion's new Christmas album, Hope Has a Name wherever you listen to your music and follow them on IG at Passion Music. A couple updates before we close the show. Uh, I've told you for the last couple of weeks, we are hiring. We're hiring an account executive to handle relevance, advertising and partnerships. And we're also hiring a social media uh, creator and writer. Both job descriptions and uh, how to apply are available at relevantmediagroup.com. Go check it out. And as I've been mentioning throughout the show, we have three Christmas albums on Spotify right now, a very relevant Christmas part one, two and three next week. We'll be releasing part four. Go check them out. Just load them up. I play them in the car. It's good. Good times. Good times and also while you're online uh, check out the new issue of Relevant the November December issue uh, we're about to turn the page on a new year a new issue will come out so if you haven't checked it out do it now the cover story with Matthew McConaughey is a can't miss plus Letitia Wright and Brooke Lagerwood and so many more amazing articles go check it out right now it's available for free at relevantmagazine.com just click on the, on the magazine tab it's presented by UHSM
3: don't miss it on that note we'll wrap it up I'm Cameron Strang I'm Jesse Carey and I'm ready for Tyler to release that Kraken <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> I'm Jamie Ivey. I'm
3: Derek
1: Miner. I'm Tyler Huckabee. We will see you on Tuesday. Have a good final weekend of shopping, everyone. Don't get too stressed. Stay within your budget.
7: Thanks for listening to the Relevant Podcast.
3: John Wick duck hunting with pistols would be awesome.
4: Relevant Podcast Network. $5,000.